0: The Premier League gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, May the first, and we are here to have a look back at a vaguely bonkers weekend of Premier League action that's still not quite finished. There's a game starting in about twenty minutes, um, and we've got four midweek games that we can take you through and make some picks. Um joining us as always, uh Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Evening Malcolm, how are you doing? Uh I am a little bit tired and emotional, Baz, as you can probably hear in my voice. Uh um, alcohol nice. Alcohol was taken yesterday. Um I was I found myself in a stuck between a rock and a hard place, Baz, because I had tickets last night to go and see Martin Kemp. I don't know, do the Americans have Martin Kemp, do you think, Baz? Is a good thing? Serial? Mm-hmm. Good evening, cereals here. Uh, do you have Martin Kemp cereal? Um, he's a like an old pop star, and he spanned out ballet. That was his thing. You are gold, gold, always believe in your soul. Uh, that one couldn't we couldn't think of any more Martin Kemp songs in the pub? Turns out, anyway, Plas, he wasn't even singing songs. Yeah. Uh, so he has to think. So, I'll tell you why I was drunk first. So, Newcastle match was two o'clock kickoff. Uh, so I had to get to the pub for about half 12. Um, but then there was no point going home. So I went back to the pub, watching about we were talking. by then it was six o'clock. Martin Kemp started at seven o'clock. So I was out for pretty much 12 hours anyway. Um, but no, what Martin Kemp did, so we turned up, there was a bloke who wasn't Martin Kemp, was on the stage playing records which is fair enough. And he was playing some quite good records, you know, some nice 80s stuff. It was a, it was a bit of an old person's thing, you know. Like, I was right banging the demographic for it. there um, was this bloke was playing some records. Then he went off, Martin Kemp came on, continued playing records. And then Martin Kemp went off, and the other bloke came back on and continued playing records. So you might as well have been in your own kitchen, frankly, Baz. You could have just put Spotify on and had the same experience. But... <laughs> You know, it it was a community of uh, middle-aged people dancing along to Bon Jovi and Madonna and Dexys and Madness and uh, Terran Trent Derby, all of that. We think we're alone now. Debbie Gibson, you like that one? All of that sort of stuff, Baz. So what do you you think of that? Uh, It sounds a bit shit, if I'm
1: honest. How much did did that cost you? How much was
0: your ticket? To to watch Martin Kemp put his Spotify on about 35 quid. Christ no, I, <laughs> But he said, I'll tell you what he's quite popular with the ladies though as well yeah he, uh, he's uh, he was certainly moistening a few gussets around the place like he's quite a, he's quite a hit with the with the older woman
1: yeah I mean Serial's possibly got the wrong end of the stick about Spandau Ballet um, he said musicals are not top of American playlist. it's not a musical is it um, it's, it's very much bad, a movie, it? pop band wasn't it
0: um, the name comes from Out Ballet. Was it not Flash Gordon? You know, remember Flash Gordon? I'm sure the name Spandau Ballet it comes from possibly the planet they're visiting in Flash Gordon or something like that. Anyway, um, Seagull's asked us a question here, bar, so we'll try and read this before yeah, the starts. Oh, the game before, before Leicester before Everton. Everton, yeah, okay.
1: He wants, he wants a bit of a steer before the Leicester game, so you saying without with how the first uh, half goals went this weekend because there was tons of first half goals. I'll get on to talking about that in uh, when we come to the Liverpool game in particular. Uh, do we, do we think it should be played again here because Leicester can't stop anyone?
0: <sighs> um, no, but just, just, uh, Everton haven't got any goals in them. However,
1: the I said problem, that about yeah.
0: Palace at the weekend and they scored three first half goals. So judging by that, then I wouldn't put you off at all. Like I mean, my place still Leicester. I made Leicester my lock on the last show. So. I'm still going into tonight with my, with my lock going. Um, Leicester, the final play in my 14 parlay as well. I've got three out of three, um, and Leicester make the fourth one up. So I'm pretty much all in on Leicester. Um, but I wouldn't put you off. After this weekend and the time of the season, you could bag anything, Baz. You can bag absolutely anything, and you've got a yeah, chance. The
1: first half goals over 1.5 is at 9 to 4, so plus 2.25. Um, my pick for this one, um, we might as well put out now as it's about to go off. So anyone that is listening, all. All one who's tuned into YouTube. Uh, I've got Dominic Calvert Lewin and Harvey Barnes to have a shot on target each. Two or more goals in the match and eight or more corners. Uh, that came in at about nine to four, so that was my play. Uh, another one I'm going to mention our Dutch friend in the Discord. I don't know how you pronounce it. T's Wedding <laughs> or something like that is his screen name and there. I have no idea what his name is. But anyway, the Dutch lad in the Discord <laughs> says Mike McNeil has. Um, Score had six shots on target in his last three games. Uh, He reckons Dwight McNeil to have two or more shots on target at uh, six to one is uh, is worth a look. So I'm going to put that one out there because I've tailed that. So, uh, yeah, that's the picks for tonight.
0: Um, Yeah, you did mention there's only one person in the YouTube. If anyone is waiting for us at eight o'clock, because I scheduled this for 8 pm. This is just my fault. I'm too hungover to do anything properly today. So if you, if you join us in 20 minutes or you've, you've missed it completely, it's just my fault. I went for a little disco nap before and Baz just woke us up about 20 minutes ago saying, "We're going to record also, now if you want.
1: We also wanted to get finished a little bit earlier so we can watch the majority of that. Also, uh, Yeah. Leicester game as well.
0: So yeah, anything sloppy, shoddy, slipshod, slapdash, slap dash or just playing wrong that happens in this episode, you can uh, lay squarely at the shoulders of me. Um, for drinking too many ciders last night, watching old Martin Kemp go. Um, Baz, you've had some, uh, it's been bank holiday Monday today. Now, obviously, I've spent the majority of it sleeping. Um, have you been out and about? You've been playing out? had a busy day today, yes. So, a uh, public holiday here. Uh, everyone's off work, off
1: school, so I thought. Done nothing all weekend other than watch football. Um, <laughs> nice. And I thought now there's a three day weekend. I should really spend some time with the family. Um, so I came up with the idea. We went for a nice lunch, and I went for a, do a, an escape room. Oh, excellent! Um, so we went for a Turkish sit down. Had a nice Turkish lunch. And then uh, yeah, we've done an escape room the four of us. So I've I've done a few before. Helen's done them before, but the kids hadn't, so it was new for them, and it was good fun. We all enjoyed it. So yeah, good. good Did you get out? We uh, we got out. We escaped. We we broke into a bank vault. Uh, We robbed about seven hundred grand's worth of loot and got away with the diamond in something like fifty-seven minutes. So three minutes to spare. So
0: success all around. Yeah, we've done a few of them. It doesn't take long for the uh, cracks in the family dynamic to become exposed, like when you're uh, <laughs> stuck in one of them. The problem is me and Bob are entirely useless at everything uh, and don't even pretend not to be. It's the There's nothing we can do. We're no help to anyone in any situation. Great fun in the pub, the two of us. Um, other than that, you have got you get nothing off either of us like, in any uh, kind of thing. So it's quite good fun, but uh, we do leave the females quite exasperated. Like. um Football-wise, what a mad old weekend. I know things tend to change when you get towards the business end of the season and you've got relegation six-pointers and people playing for Europe. But, yeah, another incredible weekend. Really. We'll go through it game by game and look at our picks again. I finished 5-3, and three, which is all right. Um, it's not 9-1, but um, to follow up um, with profit, I'm delighted because I think everyone was fearing the huge regression after my week last week. So five and three, with three of them at plus money. Um, I think you were the same five and three bars, but yeah, we had two, four, three games. At the Prem, there was a 6-0. There was loads of VAR action. Um, And yeah, all kinds of things. So we'll go back to the start on Saturday lunchtime, once I have told you about. It feels these reads. This one even more so. feels like that booby trapping this just for Geordie's pass because we've got Shady Rays in Shady May, apparently. And it's I'm really conscious of getting my tongue around that there's too many of those A sounds. But Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you got a chance to win five hundred dollars. Shady Rays have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarised shades, customizable snow goggles, and loads more. Uh, If you lose or break them, even on day one, uh, they'll replace them, no questions asked. Uh, So that's a fantastic feature. Um, If you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk. When you shop with Shady Rays, their team always has your back. Go to shadyrays.com, use the code SGPN. For 50% off, two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses, take receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Okay, so we rewind to Saturday lunchtime, a game um, that I was quite wrong about. Uh, Crystal Palace 4, West Ham United 3. Crystal Palace are my kryptonite we where very much wolves are your kryptonite. Um, we talked about this when Palace played Wolves last week. Um, I took West Ham um, on the proviso, and I'm looking at my notes here. Is that Crystal Palace can't score? So Crystal Palace did score four times. He scored three in the first half. Um, so yeah, that one went down for me. Baz, you took the West Ham team total, though seventy-four plus one seventy-five. Nice start.
1: Yeah, and I and I nailed it really because I said in the um, in my review I, I fancied West Ham. But I just liked having the 2-2 on my side was the the main argument for it. And I've come up with it a few times. It hasn't always worked. It let me down last week with a Villa game where they won 1-0. And and I took the team total rather than the um, the money line. Um, but nailed it this week. So, yeah, the West Ham over 1.5 was at 7-4 and cashed by 35 minutes. So, there was no sweat for me. I'm 3-2 down, but I'm a, I'm a winner. Uh, and it was good to see a few in the Discord had, had piped up and said... Um, the sort of it was something they've not really considered before I was looking at the, the team totals rather when they fancy someone on the money line do you fancy them to get two or more and there was two or three in there who had done exactly that and backed the team total despite
0: fancying West Ham for the game well they're exactly the good. same price Baz that's it and that, that's probably factors into the yeah. point you're making is so that my pick it. was West Ham one plus hill. 175 you tick you took the team total at the same bet plus 175 um and, and and you cashing out doing so, yeah, you, you make a great. The only contest. thing
1: I'm taking out of the equation is a one nil win, but at the same time, I'm getting the two twos, the three two defeats, the three three four two, the four three as it turned out. You're getting a lot more on your side, and fair enough, they're they longer shots than a one nil. Uh, but sometimes I like just take the one nil out of the equation and get the price on the two two goals or more and have that little little uh, comfort blanket. And it, and it works, It's nice when it works. And as I say, it was good in the Discord to see quite a few people follow that route. And we're happy to cash despite the fact the team the fancied to win the game didn't win the game. Um, this is another
0: classic example of the, the two teams, kind of mid-table teams. Now. They, they've done the the hard work and escape in the relegation zone, so they're both pretty much safe. And when they're playing each other, I mean, this they can go at one of any three ways. You get certain teams who switch off and they're on the beach, as the old saying goes. You get certain teams who will just play with a handbrake off, play with a lot of freedom. Um and yeah, goals galore. So it's uh, you're going to get a few more of these. And they're quite fun to handicap, although they are particularly tricky. Uh, Brentford 2, Forest 1. Um, I took both teams to score um, at 18 to 19 minus 105. Um, you took the same bet, Baz. So we landed this. So, I mean, it was nice to. Once Forest got ahead, I was never really. Not confident that this would cash. Um, so it was nice to cash a bet, but also this was a kick in the pants for Forrest, man, because they just had to hang on, even for a point, really, they should have hung on for all three. I don't think the keeper covered himself in glory for either goal, Kalo or Navas. Um, but yeah, disappointing for Forrest, although we picked up the winner, bus.
1: Yeah, I think it, when when the goal 1 nil up, you sort of almost felt like there was a bit of momentum with Forrest, having got the result against Brighton. Through the week, and as I say, we'd said before, they put in a good performance against Liverpool. Uh, and if they'd got 1 0 up and, and held on to that, I think they might have got enough confidence from that to to push them on and, and possibly get them away from it. But it's a big blow, that one. Like that, uh, you know, you've got to start. I mean, they've got Southampton up next, so they're, they're, they're still not, not out of this race. They've, they've got to go there. Beat Southampton and, and give themselves a chance, but uh, they had to, had to see that out. And even a point might have helped them a little bit. To to lose both is, is you know, to lose the two goals was was bad for them.
0: Yeah, Navas had been playing well. He's been, he'd been one of the uh, yeah. one of the factors in their resurgence, and he did seem to. I thought he should have kept at least one of this those. This was two,
1: right? uh, another another triumph for the Discord channel, Malcolm. Um, and again, it was our Dutch friend. We're gonna to have to find out his proper name, so we don't have to call him our Dutch friend every every week. Yeah. Um, but he put up a pick of Ivan Tony to score from outside the box at twenty to one, um, and it cashed. There was a free kick from the edge of the box. So uh, another good pick put out in the Discord before the game, uh, and I think it was a few of us got on to got onto that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brighton six, Wolves nil. Um, I got this exactly right um, Wolves continue to be your nemesis Baz. Um yeah. I thought this was a great spot for Wolves That's a Brighton half-time full-time Plus 137 um, This was in the hutch by 20 past three They were 3-0 up early Finished 6-0 um, You faded Brighton um, Thinking that I don't know Well uh, it wasn't a
1: fade of Brighton was it I backed both teams to score uh, yeah, you feel you made it wasn't your whole case how Brighton were gonna fall apart now. Um I'd, I'd, yeah, I mean I've brought it down to me right, okay. They've absolutely walked it despite me saying the season I didn't say it would fall apart in this game. Uh I said they have got a tough run in, they've got to play the top four. Um I wasn't saying Wolves were gonna be uh, the team to beat them. I just didn't want to back either side of it. Um but yeah, shape for me, both teams have scored. As soon as it goes three 0 four nil, you think? Wolves are just thrown in the towel now. You, you knew they weren't going to get a consolation at any point. So yeah,
0: Pro. yeah. Um, looks like Brighton are going to continue uh, playing, playing the way we know that they can. Uh, Bournemouth four leads one. Um, I took Bournemouth, great pick, fourteen to nine plus one fifty-five. You took both teams to score, so two winning bets and an absolute disaster result for Leeds. This one, Baz. Yeah, absolute uh, carnage for Leeds.
1: I, I think they. I don't see where they get a win from. I don't, I don't see how, how they bounce back from I
0: mean well, just... Do you know where they get a win from, Baz? It's me going to Ellen Road in two weeks' time.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've got Man City up next. Have you got tickets for Ellen Road?
0: Yeah. How have you managed that and why haven't I got one? I'll tell you it's quite a good story, Baz. I got what I'm now terming street tickets. So... Uh, I dropped the boy off at football on a Saturday morning, went for a breakfast with Big Dom in Jesmond. Uh, We come out from having a breakfast. This Royal Mail van pulls up next to us on the street, right? The postman's inside, like, waving. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Jumps out and he says hello to Dom. It's Dom's old mate from school. Hello, Dom, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, It's great. This is a good story. He said, uh, oh, listen, um, he said nugs and tiptoe. Uh, We'll get back to them in a minute. Nugs and Tiptoe have just cried off coming to Leeds. In two weeks, do you want to come? Dom says, aye. looks at me, says, do you want to go to Leeds? I said, yeah. So we just picked up two tickets on the street off a random postman last Saturday morning. Um, So the upshot of that, I then said to Dom, as we were walking away, I said, you've got to tell us about Nugs and Tiptoe. Um, So Nugs was something to do with his surname. Can't quite remember what it was, but Nugs came from his surname. But where did Tiptoe, where did, any idea where Tiptoe got his nickname from? I've no idea. No, well, it even Dom said, oh, he said, I don't really know. He said, uh, he's, he's called Mark Tulip. So he's obviously comes from Tiptoe through the tulips, you know, that old song. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> well, Dom had never heard that song, so it must be another you know, old man thing. Uh, so that was funny, like, so... Um, Luckily, because Nugs and Tiptoe can't go to Leeds, I, I picked up street tickets, here, yeah. So I am going to Leeds, Baz. But, as discussed before, my way record with Newcastle is an absolute disaster. So we actually had quite high-level talks in the pub yesterday about whether or not I should go for fear of uh, of jinxing them, Baz. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think you should just give your ticket to me and I'll go.
0: <laughs> uh, you said Chloe, I mean, she's the, she's the I mean,
1: uh, ace. Place. I recently went and watched us win over Forest, so I've, I've got a good record. But, yeah, Leeds, uh, back to Leeds. I mean, they've got Man City next, followed by Newcastle, West Ham and Spurs to finish off. Really tough run in. Um, and they're in really, really poor form, just shipping goals for fun. Five v Palace, six v Liverpool, two v Fulham, Leicester put one pass and Bournemouth put four. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in massive trouble, I think, Leeds. But... They've still got teams below them. So, you know, they could not win another game all season and, and possibly, yeah, no, they'd still be in trouble. Tonight's, tonight's result will give us a better idea, won't
0: it? Is that that magician bloke? Is he called David Copperfield? Yes. Yeah, so that was, sorry, that was the other bloke who was involved in this conversation. That was like, there was Nuggs tiptoe and then the third one was David Copperfield and I was like, all right, so what's that? And apparently he just disappears on a night out. That's his yeah. trick. Like you just said <laughs> big midnight, and all of a sudden he's just gone. He just pulls a David Copperfield. So yeah. Uh the, that little gang of friends obviously were quite a fan of the nicknames. Like, so I enjoyed that. Um Fulham 1, Manchester City 2. Uh, both teams to score was my system play. The system plays back on Manchester City. Um, pleased about this. Man City played well enough to um to Hammer them, but it was tight till the end. Fulham, we said, would be competitive at home. Um, And they probably should have scored more goals to cash your bet because yours was over two and a half, Buzz,
1: Over two and a half City goals. Really disappointing. They had XG of 2.8, shots on goal, nine. Um, Plenty of opportunities to to get the goals. And it, it was my pick for this game. It was my luck for the week. And it was also the third part of my treble uh, time, all coming in, so absolutely crucify me. Uh, I got a little bit from Moonaf yesterday who said I'd, it uh tailed my luck unsuccessfully, uh, so maybe we'll blame him for it. Yeah, 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 yeah that's good the, the rest of that day went really well. Um, but yeah, Man City
0: no good for me. Uh, Manchester United won, Aston Villa nil. We were miles away on this one. Um, I took Villa team total, you took Villa on the money line. We expected at least goals uh, or a bit more for Mass and Villa I watched the highlights back there wasn't anything in it really you took a chance that was a keeping mistake Villa missed some chances um, Manny were probably on reflection and one goal better than them um, but the result really didn't do anything for anyone Bas
1: yeah as you say probably a fair result um, I mean Villa only had one shot on target all game didn't really put up much of a fight by all accounts so Disappointing from a betting point of view, but I mean, I was taking Villa at nearly four to one. I knew it was a bit of a long shot. I just thought thought it offered a bit of bit of value. Uh,
0: Newcastle to Newcastle three, Southampton one. Um, My bet was Newcastle to win with over two goals. So it took a little while to get going, but eventually uh, they got over the line. The price of nine to ten. Um, yeah, my main concern for large periods of this game was that we weren't actually going to win. We were 1 0 down this half time. Um, I think there was almost inevitable regression after the heady um, game the week before, the Sunday before, when we were 5 nil up after 20 minutes and we got to Everton and scored four. And you can't just sit back in your seat and yes, you expect that to happen again. In Southampton, uh, contributed quite well I, I kind of large parts of that game I thought they were quite lively and you can see you can see A how many good players they've got but then you can also see how, why they're so fragile they kind of let you play it's like you you enter a little contract with Southampton you say okay you can have the ball and do some nice fancy stuff with it um, as long as you let us win and Southampton seem alright with that they're like yeah, yeah okay um, we, we'll do that so we got there in the end. Newcastle won 3-1. So another big step towards champion league qualification. A winning bet for me. Uh, but this was the headline of the week. In fact, Simmers came in the pub um, after and we all did the big cheering and hugs like you always do. But then he got his phone out and showed us his um, betting slip, which he posted on Twitter. Simmers laddered everything you told him to ladder and ended up picking up about 400-odd quid. Uh, and I think you did the same. Plus, a, plus a little bit more bad.
1: Yeah, I absolutely hammered it. So my starting point for this, I said we're starting off with a Newcastle, two goals or more, and Newcastle six corners or more. That was a five to four bet builder double. Um, that obviously cashed early in the second half. But again, looked a little bit roby at half time. Um, so I then said you can ladder it how you want. So you can either knock the goals up a notch, so take the three goals. And then go six corners, seven corners, or just stick with your two goals and go six, seven, eight corners, nine goals. Um, Newcastle got all the way up to 11 team corners. So with two goals and 11 team corners, you'd have been looking at big prices there. I mean, I'd, the 11 corners, I mean, it's getting shorter every week. I'm trying to think what price I got now. It was only around eight to one or something for Newcastle. They had 11 corners. It wasn't as big as, as it was a few weeks ago. But. Took, took it all the way up. Um, so, yeah, absolutely nailed it. Because I'd, I'd said just just ladder it however you want and, and you could have played it any way you want. I mean, a fourth Newcastle goal would have been absolutely magic um, for, for some of mine. But, uh, yeah, really, really successful. And, I mean, the corners is just something you've got to keep playing with Newcastle as they're going at the moment. They had 11 at the weekend of their own, 14 against Everton, nine the week before against Spurs, Um, It just goes on and on They're they're hitting double figures frequently They're the highest team in the league For corners I mean the average actually is only about Less than seven a game for Newcastle um, Which is surprising really Because that just seems to be a minimum Um, So yeah They're they're just flying And the bookies are on to it a little bit You you almost have to start If you're backing it as a single You almost have to start At Newcastle gets seven or more corners Just to get into plus money Um, But even at that You know, the seven had probably landed by 50, 55 minutes. And from that point, you're just cashing every time another one rolls in. So, I'll just keep following it. You you, you can't not the way it's going. Yeah,
0: you'd be mad not to. Uh, The final game yesterday was thoroughly bonkers. Uh, Liverpool 4, Tottenham Hotspur 3. I took Tottenham, which at this point doesn't sound that bad because on another day they might have won it uh, after 15 minutes when they were 3-0 down I was just laughing at my own pick especially after saying the week before if you back Tottenham you shouldn't be allowed money and then back Tottenham and thought whoa Nelly, carded carted myself off to the to the madhouse um, and then they got back into it and really if they hadn't started like that I know if your auntie had balls she'd be your uncle and all that but if they hadn't started like that even if they managed to keep it out to two they were, we did say Liverpool will give you a chance Uh, That was the main handicap, yeah. Um, You took over three and a half goals, Baz, um, and then you laddered all sorts of mad stuff. So, yeah, A, what a crazy coconut game, and then B, um, lots of winners for you.
1: Yeah, I took the over three and a half, and then before the game, mainly because of success on Saturday and having a bit of a bankroll behind me. yeah. Decided to get involved in everything. So I went first-half goals, <laughs> over 1.5, over 2.5, over 3.5. Ten minutes in, I'm sitting there, I've cashed the 1.5 and the 2.5, and then Spurs get their, uh, their first goal done at, at what point? Just before half-time. So 40 minutes, and I've hit all of the first-half uh, ladder. The other thing I added was the total goals, all the way from 3.5 up to 7.5. So we got seven of those. Um and I the Spurs goals, because like you, I think Spurs will always get a chance. You play in Liverpool, you're going to get chances. So Spurs to score two or more, three or more, and I had the four or more as well. Um, so <laughs> all of those ladders, I went all the way up to seven. The, the only one I didn't hit was over 7.5 goals and the over 3.5 uh, Spurs goals, but absolutely smashed the game. Um, couldn't have went any better. So really, really good night for me um, watching that one. Just, I, I mean... I enjoyed the Spurs' equaliser. I was happy with the draw from a Newcastle Heck point hell, of view. Was
0: funny in I, the was, of... I
1: was furious when Liverpool got the winner, but at the same time, it was another 100 quid in the bank. So I couldn't be that mad because uh, every goal was a was a. But I mean, entertaining game. I, I, exactly what, what we've been getting with Liverpool games lately. Uh, Klopp's a tit. The biggest... Correct. Is the On the, the tit Klopp. list. Absolute top of the tit list. I can't. Abide that bloke, like he's an absolute <laughs> buffoon. Um, he should have been sent Ooh. off, Jota should have been sent off. And to say, to I mean, that, that was a massive win to win like that in the 95th minute. And he doesn't go and celebrate these players, jump in the crowd of the fans, he, he just wants to go and get in the face of the fourth official. What's that? Yeah. Just, just a bit weird. And then everything after the game was about the officials, like. Just yeah. celebrate your four three win in the ninety-fifth minute instead yeah. of twisting on about officials, despite the fact the biggest decision of that game went entirely in Liverpool's favour.
0: Um just he's just a tit. For the it's second so time in three days as well, do you know what I mean? I mean he's a bad yeah, he's a bad loser, but then he's a showed that he's a bad winner as well. Um yeah, it's, that's the second time this season he's got right up in the face of an official and he's apologised for it, but I just think it's completely unacceptable like, um, the daft thing about this was sitting in the pub after Newcastle as Newcastle fans we were all sitting counting how many points we were in front and stuff and then Liverpool were 3-0 up and no one, we were, no one was bothered at all um, about where they were and how far behind we were and that was it game over and then Spurs go all the way back when Spurs equalised pub went absolutely nuts went wild <laughs> everyone still cuddling each other when Liverpool scored again there was one Liverpool fan in the bar student just a young student lad, and he fucking went up as well. Fair play to him. No one said anything to him. Everyone just let him go on with it. Like, um, and a few people were patting him on the back. And we were just laughing. But then after that, like the fear that was just absolutely, we were then counting points and goals again. But everyone was then a bit depressed, like, oh shit, they're going to catch it. They're definitely going to catch it. Well, when they were 3 0 up, they weren't. Yeah. And it, actually, they were worse off then because their goal difference was too worse than it had been. An hour before, when that, we weren't bothered, you know what it so, is. That was precisely my thinking at the end
1: of the game, because at three nil, you're thinking, "Oh, if they do go and win everything, then yeah, goals because could... our goal difference is about ten, eleven, twelve more than them." But let's be honest: for them to catch Newcastle, they've got to win five games, and we've got to lose so quickly that could be yeah, a that would disappear. Margin. So, had they gone on and won that five-six-nil, then suddenly the goal difference almost drops out of. Our favour as a one goal win but goal difference is still not. I'm just, I'm not, not concerned. Um, two wins for Newcastle should do it. And and there's lots of people saying Liverpool went out from here. I said
0: it two weeks ago. I didn't think they would. And I still don't think they would. Will. I, I the think thing is, they, they picked up nine points this week. And I um, mean, this is the first line of my handicap for the game. But I'll just throw it out now. They picked up nine points this week. Could easily have been two or three or five or something like that. Um, because they got away with it against Forest, they got away with it with a ridiculous far against West Ham, and they got away with it with a ridiculous far yesterday. Um, yeah, so so why would they way, they're, they're win all, five all, games all, in a row? You
1: know, All one-goal margins, they're, they're conceding plenty of goals. Um, I, 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 I'm just not sitting here thinking, oh, Liverpool are going to win the next four, five, whatever, how many they've got left, I can't remember. Um, they might do, but even then... I don't know, I think Newcastle and Man United have each got seven points in them. Um, we'll see where we are in a couple of weeks' time, but not, not lost.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely right, Baz. Um, OK, so there's four Premier League games um, to talk about this week. Uh, Leicester and Everton remains goalless after ten minutes. Um, so we will turn our attention to uh, Tuesday night, once I've told you about underdog fantasy. Uh, best ball, best ball mania. All well, right, well, IV Baz. Is that four or six? That's four. Is it? Well, I mean, again, so much booby chapping these Adrians reads, Baz. Like. um, I mean, a professional would have read them before the show just to check there wasn't in there anything in there you couldn't uh, work out. Best ball mania four brackets, all possibly six is here. An underdog fantasy. It's four. It's definitely four, is it? It's yeah. giving away $15 million in prizes. I uh, bet they're delighted with how I've read this out: Underdog Fantasy, uh, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB uh, with their player prop parlays. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Um, also, it's the Kentucky Derby Week and the Notorious OTB, uh, who is uh, my mate Chase, who's an absolute legend. He's a proper character. If you're not listening to the Notorious OTB on the network, do it. Um, so that show um, by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We'll have all your triple crown bets. Uh, plus, if you leave a review for the show, wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday on June the 10th, you'll be ending in a draw to win a canvas print um, of the Wolves, one of a kind fallen Bob painting. It's post time. Um, yeah, Kentucky Derby on Saturday. I've already started doing my homework today. I've got a Triple Crown article going up tomorrow. There'll be a Kentucky Derby article going up on Thursday. And then myself and the Wolf of Oaklawn uh, will be on the mothership with Sean and Ryan on Thursday as well. Uh, so lots of horsey action uh, to get your teeth stuck into. Right, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. Arsenal against Chelsea. That is three p.m. Eastern time. Arsenal are eleven to eighteen. Um, the draw is three to one, and Chelsea are nine four fifty. Arsenal go into this off the top for the first time in ages. Manchester City usurped them um, with that win over Fulham yesterday. So I think the key is have they got is one more reaction um, in them. They reacted a few times this season to some to some setbacks but they need to do it again now they're, they're, they're letting in water they didn't lay a glove on Manchester City uh, last week they put no one in four games conceding 11 goals really missing Saliba who won't be back um, Arsenal have conceded more league goals than Chelsea which is a quite incredible stat when you bear in mind um, how terrible Chelsea have been and how stellar Arsenal have been all season Um Chelsea had back-to-back wins in March and they are their only two wins in 13 games. Um, they scored one goal in the last five games, uh, which was a massive deflection from uh, Conor Gallagher. Um, so, yeah, I was trying to find an angle to fate Arsenal, but just because I think they're a little bit shot. Um, they've given away two goal leads twice. Um, they failed to win it home to Southampton. They got spanked off City. They just look ready for something terrible to happen. Um, but it was impossible with any, any other team apart from Chelsea coming in you could try and make a case for I mean you could make a case for Southampton as we saw a couple of weeks ago you could make a case for Forrest maybe Everton might be the only ones um, but old happiness Frank and the rest of this lot have just completely utterly given up so I picked a bet that gave, us a, gave myself a couple of options here um, Arsenal to win and over two and a half goals is at a price of seven to five. That's plus 140. So that gave me the 2-1. Uh, if Chelsea can score, it gives you the 2-1 Arsenal win. Um, but even if Chelsea don't score, which you can't rely on them to do, uh, that would give us a 3 nil win as well. So Arsenal to win uh, in over two and a half goals. And apparently, while you talk, Baz, uh, Everton have a penalty serial, is keeping us up Everton, to date live in the Everton
1: you? has scored it. I've got it in front of me at the moment. Shit. So, yeah, I, was, I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, but yeah, Everton have gone 1 0 up from the penalty spot. I assume that'll be Dominic Calvert Lewin, who was required for a shot on target for me. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. See where that is. I'm, I'm sure he would be the penalty taker. Um, I've got a very similar way to you, just very, very slightly different. Um, say Arsenal are having a rough time of it lately, no win in four, 11 games conceded. They've also had no clean sheet in the last six league games now. Um, but I just think it's a good opportunity to change that here. It, it, I mean, a clean sheet against Chelsea isn't that hard to come by these days. Chelsea have failed to score in six of the last seven games. Um, that's in all competitions. Just one league goal in April. Um, I remember seeing exactly the same thing in February. They scored one league goal in February as well. Uh, so it's the te- second time they've uh, mustered that. Uh, yeah, Calvert-Lewin was the scorer of the penalty. Um, so, yeah, it's now five defeats in a row for Chelsea and eight without win. Uh, they've conceded at least two in each of the last four games, uh, three of which were, were at home as well. So they're not getting any home comforts at the moment. Um And despite being in a bit of a slump, Arsenal they have still been scoring goals. They've scored 16 in the last six games. So they're still averaging two and a half goals a game themselves. Chelsea are in disarray. They've got a lot of injuries now as well. Mount and James have been ruled out for the season. Havertz was a doubt. Might play tomorrow. Uh, Cucurella's injured. Coulibaly's injured. I mean, they've got a big enough squad. Um, Realistically, it doesn't really matter who they put out because let's be honest, they've all been shite. So... um, My first instinct was Arsenal goals, but four six for two or more, I think it's a fair price. It's about what I expected, but it's a little bit short for my main pick. Um, you could push it a little bit more. Arsenal score three or more is available at nine to four. I also considered the handicap, but then Arsenal's defensive struggles sort of concern me a little bit. As I say, they're not keeping clean sheets; they're all conceding goals regularly. Um, so I decided to go. With the Arsenal team goals was four to six, but squeeze it a little bit more and just tag on the Arsenal win. So my bet, very similar to yours, is Arsenal to win and Arsenal to score two or more. So I think all I've got in my favor is a two nil. Yeah, you haven't got. Um, I'm trying to think what you've got over me. Nothing, but but you've got a bigger price. Uh, mine's just slightly. Uh, Odds against it's 10 to 11. So, yeah, the pick for me is Arsenal to beat Chelsea and also to score two or more goals in the game. So, that's any Arsenal win but a
0: 1 0 at around 10 to 11. Okie Uh Wednesday, we have two games, uh, both 8 pm kickoffs. Uh, Liverpool take on Fulham. Liverpool are 7 to 25, minus 357. The doors at 9 450. Fulham are at 9 to 1. Um, Bats, uh, we've just finished slagging them off. Um, do you think they're going
1: to win again? Oh, sorry. are we jump? Is
0: it Liverpool next?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just getting, I'm looking ready to talk Man City. I've got Man City down as my next game on the handicap. Alphabetical right. order, Baz. Come Um on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they are. You know, they have have hit a bit of a winning streak now, four in a row. Um, And despite Klopp moaning his tits about how hard done by they are, they continue to get the rub of the green every week for me. Dodgy penalty shout against West Ham, as you said. Gifted a winner by Moura. The winner scored by someone who should have been sent off earlier. So I think they'll they'll probably win here. They should win here. Um, For one thing with the Liverpool it's hard to expect them to win easily, uh, given how easy it is for teams to score against them at the moment. I mean, Leeds scored against them. Forest scored twice, West Ham once Spurs put three past them And they've had just one clean sheet in the last eight games So although Fulham have had Back-to-back defeats I mean they didn't do too badly Against Man City conceding just a two Two-one defeat What did go badly for them was Pereira Got injured at the weekend, it will be a big right. miss uh, Particularly with Mitrovic Out, Pereira is sort of The next man up in terms of Talisman for them so he'll be a big blow. So I do think Liverpool will win. The home form is, is good. Um, and, and that's, But that's not to say that Fulham can make a fight of it and get amongst the goals. I think we expect Liverpool to be able to ship goals every week. But we have got, had great success with, as I said on Sunday, was with first-half goals. Um, and as I say, got that all the way up to 3.5 the other day. Over 1.5 first-half goals in this game is 11-10. to 10. And that's the pick for me. It's hitting four of the last five Liverpool games. Um, so it's hitting often enough. It's plus money. So, so that's where I'm going. Over 1.5, first-half goals at 11 to 10.
0: I think that's probably the fourth week now, but that one of us is taking them. I had it against West Ham last week. Um, yeah, so why wouldn't you just crack on with it? Yeah, it, it's, it's Liverpool and, and goals, really. Scored 15 in the last four, conceded nine in the last five. Football playing well, I do think that Pereira missing... Uh, is a blow. I didn't know about that actually. Um but they they've competed very well against Man City. There's so no signs of heading off uh, to the beach just yet there was no patterns um that I could find really relating to Fulham with the both teams to score or over under. So the key was uh, Liverpool can't defend um Fulham playing with a little bit of freedom so this could be Liverpool could hope them but I think Fulham are good for a goal here. Uh, both teams to score four to five Minus one twenty five is going to be my pick, but um, Wednesday eight pm again is Manchester City against West Ham. Manchester City one to five, minus five hundred or oh, six to one. West Ham at twelve to one. Same old problem. Uh, betting suspended in the Leicester Everton game. Ah, oh, what's yeah, going on? I think it's one one coming up. Go on, dangerous attack. Go. There it is. much of the little green box with the arrows go backwards and forwards. Well, that arrow has gone right in the goal. That has uh, Leicester one, Everton one. Um, very impartial on this show, but it's very professional. Um, so, yeah, Man City won eight in a row, scoring twenty-two goals. Uh, there is no reason they'll just stop absolutely going for it. Like I said, they've got themselves to the top of the league now. Uh, they're not going to take the foot off. So uh, you can assume Man City are going to score and score plenty, three or more. But then trying to find a trying to find a bet is the problem. Um. And I think you could probably guess what I'm going to take here, Baz. West Ham have scored in their last eight games. Um, Both teams to score has hit in the last five Manchester City games. Uh, They keep winning something to one. And that was my handicap yesterday when they went to Fulham. Um, And there's no reason why I can't do it again. Uh, So both teams to score. It's plus money every week as well. It's even money. It's plus 100. Um, And West Ham, they lost at the beginning, but they did score three times. we're dangerous against Liverpool the week before. They're safe. Forward players looking quite lively. So I think West Ham could get a goal here. Man City will probably end up winning three or four one. But I'll give West Ham a goal and take the both teams to score. But
1: yeah, I mean, as you say, it's been hitting hitting nicely. I mean, you. you it sometimes sounds a little bit bold, doesn't it? Backing back it's in, so you're almost backing against Man City in a fashion. Although you're not expecting them to lose the game, and I mean, you're doing it against. You know, teams like Fulham the other day paid off for you. Um, So, yeah, it's good. I, I don't mind it. As you say, it's happening often enough and, and you're getting good price at it every week. Uh, so, I unchew with the goal for Leicester 1-1. Some late drama. There's probably nobody interested in the Wolfsburg the Arsenal ladies' game in the Champions League, Malcolm. Uh, I was watching this before we came on. Uh, Arsenal-Wolfsburg, semi-final of the Champions League. They've got 70,000. At uh, the Emirates tonight It was 2-2 in the first leg 2-2 in the second leg And Wolfsburg have just scored in the 120th oh. minute <laughs> So even the Arsenal women uh, have bottled it So Arsenal women have bottled it Big time, yeah <laughs> um, So yeah, they'll be facing uh, Barcelona me. in the final Which I think is in Amsterdam uh, And again, our Dutch friend from the Discord Said he might go and watch that So uh, there we go. Bit of a bit of female football because we don't discriminate here on the Premier League gambling podcast. Uh, right, where are we? Man City. There, I mean, the winning run now stretches to eight games. and the, the Fulham win was the first time in a while that they haven't hit the handicap or the goal lines uh, with just two goals scored and just a one-goal margin of victory. Not without their chances to push that further uh, and very disappointing from my point of view that they didn't. Um their home form's even better, 13 wins in a row and 15 wins in the last 16. They've won by a minimum of two goals in each of their last nine home games in all competitions. Um, so handicaps and things like that are, are definitely in play. Um, West Ham have lost the last two now, conceding six goals. Uh, giving up four goals to Palace isn't the best confidence boost you need before a trip to Man City. Um, so the Man City form at home is is, is what, Catches the eye for me, um, and despite them letting me down yesterday, I'm just going to go back to the well and take the same bet, um, in the same way you have went and took the same bet with a Man City game. I'm going to take City to score three or more. It's at four to five. They've done three or more in 12 of the last 14 home games, um, so close enough to even money. It's it's reasonable enough. So give me the team total over 2.5 at 4 5, and I will ride that higher. I'll be taking the over 3.5 City goals at 9 to 4 plus 2.25. I just think back to that Arsenal game last week at the, uh, that the Etihad, had. They absolutely tore them apart, and they hit four, and they could have hit sixes or sevens easily. And it was a similar story in the buy in the buy-in game. So even against really good sides or, or sides who have been really good recently, that there's nothing stopping Man City hitting whatever score they want at the moment. So yeah, three or more looks safe, and I, I think the four or more at ninety-four is a good price. So those are the two picks for me. Um, just a little a call back
0: to the very top of the show. First thing we talked about first half goals. Baz. uh Cereals done the business. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good show. Yeah, over uh, one and a half. Yeah, that's, 20, that's Twenty-three to
1: four. minutes in. Yeah,
0: ninety-four.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't even look at the prices for two and a half and three and a half. Um, my bet builder on that game Was Calvert-Lewin shot on target Tick Over more than one goal in the game Tick Eight corners or more in the game We're at five after 23 oh, yeah. minutes uh, And the other one is Harvey Barnes To have a shot on target So that's going well at the moment Three more corners and a Harvey Barnes Shot on target will see me hitting A around a five to two winner So yeah, chances
0: Nice, nice um, uh, One more game, Thursday 8 pm 3 pm Eastern time between Brighton and Hove Albion and Manchester United Brighton are even money plus 100 the draw is 5 to 2 plus 250 man united are 11 to 4 plus 275 uh, buzz big price you, man united you is
1: might it have me? one more you might have one more game i've got three four more yeah games. right okay <laughs> Some bonus I've got th- three things to put out at the end, which will take me about 30 seconds. There's no big analysis. Just All a right. A couple, uh, couple of little things to look at. We'll after.
0: get, get analyzing this
1: one. Brighton. Analise, let's analyze Brighton versus Man United. Brighton were on okay. fire at the weekend. Um, and that was with resting players like Matoma and McAllister, who, who came off the bench eventually. Um. Not good for people's fantasy football teams this week with uh, Matoma, McAllister. Uh, I'm sure there's another one of the big names missing as well. Um, but they didn't need them at the end of the day. I had Solly March who did start uh, and didn't do a thing despite Brighton scoring six goals. So that was, was
0: good good for a fantasy play. Do you ever, pass um, play the um, commentator not being able to say Solly March's full name challenge? That's always a good game when you're watching a Brighton match. No commentator has ever not said Solly March in its entirety. No one's ever just said March. I think it's the only player in the history of football.
1: All right, I've never noticed
0: this. Middle know. of the park. But you can picture it. Left-back gives it to the centre-back. Centre-back looks up, gives it wide. Solly March. Like, full name. Every, every form. single time, yeah. Good drinking game, Bas. I'm going to have a look at that next time out. out Do yeah. it. Um...
1: So I I took the both teams to score, and I think the writing was on the wall for that. What I did say was I'd back this Brighton team to to score against anyone at the moment. Nobody's shut them out in the last nine league games now. But I did find this one a tricky one to play, if I'm honest. Brighton are favourites, and and I think probably rightly so at home. Um, They were a good match for Man United in the FA Cup at Wembley. Uh, I finished nil-nil in normal time. But odds on favourite makes them a little bit hard for me to take here. Um, they have won the last two head to heads. Uh, they won 2 1 at Old Trafford in the very first game of this season, and they beat them, they hammered them 4 0 last season at home. Um, but I think this Man United team have grown a bit. We know they were shit last season, and we know they started off really, really slowly this season. So I think they are a, a better side, Man United, now than they were in those two games. The Man United's away form is patchy, two wins, two losses, and a draw in the last five. Uh, and Brighton's home form is three wins, one draw, one loss. Um, but teams have been able to go to Brighton and, and get results. Brighton, a lot of Brighton's form has come away from home. Brighton have only won eight of their 15 home games. Uh, they've lost four times and they've drawn, you do the maths there, uh, three. Um, <laughs> yeah, seven, seven times they've failed to win out of 15 home games and they've still got Manchester United to go there they've still got Man City to go there so um, you know there's, there's not this big thing about their, their home form any kind of fortress or anything like that and I just think seeing Man United as big as 3-1 in places here just seems a bit too big for me and represents a little bit of value I don't like what I'm doing I'm not probably not going to enjoy the game <laughs> um, I probably want Brighton to win but I'm taking Man United on the money line um, I really wanted a weigh into Brighton here. Um, I just couldn't find anything that stood out as value. And for me, Man United at 3-1 offers a bit of value. Other teams have gone there. Uh, Worst teams than Man United have gone there and got a result at Brighton. Um, so that's a pick for me. Man United to beat Brighton at 3-1. to one.
0: Uh, I think you're absolutely right, Baz. It's not my pick, but if you've got to pick any one of those three outcomes, you have to pick Manchester United. Um, yeah, Brighton... Have this little pattern, um, one lost, one lost, one in their last five, so that you were lost, Baz. So that goes in your favor. Um, Manu, I've won four out of five, We weren't convincing against Villa, but got it done. Um, Manu, I've kept clean sheets in four of the last five games. It is hard to see Brighton not scoring. Um, but Baz, you know, I like a comp game, and um, we had a comp game two weeks ago, which was. Uh, Brighton against Manchester United Baz. They played for two hours, do you remember? Yeah. Uh what was the score, Baz? Nil nil. Nil-nil? Nil-nil. Uh, under two and a half goals is 13 to 10 plus 130. So everybody zigs, Baz. I'll zag. I'm going back that way. We've just seen it. Um there might be That's a good,
1: goal. Cup football can be a bit different, can't it? Different, different approaches. Can but- it? I don't I don't mind it. It's um I mean Man United games haven't been full of goals at all nope. lately. So uh, no I don't I don't mind it at all.
0: Um I think it's just too big for an outcome that we've just seen. Um I like to say I like the price of thirteen to ten. Hopefully Brighton get it done, could easily be a one one. I mean, I could be wrong as well, it could be a four three. But i I I like this play. I don't think it will be a shootout. Um, Brighton can compete and kind of go to toe when they have to quite a lot at stake as well Manchester United won't want to drop any more points with Liverpool hunting them down everyone's talking about well sorry not everyone Newcastle fans are talking about Man uh, Liverpool hunting us down when actually Manchester United are closer to their sights at the moment so if Man United drop points that's good for us as well and Brighton is still be, um, looking to uh, finish to get to, to get into Europe for the first time, they've never played in Europe before, so no, I'm all right with this pick, bars Under two and a half, thirteen 13 to 10, plus 130. Right, come on, then. What that shake have you picked?
1: I've I, because we only had four Premier League games, I thought you've got to hide some random stuff out as well. We don't have to, but I am doing. I need some uh, of them uh, glasses,
0: Baz, with like eyeballs painted on, so I can sit here and pretend I'm awake while you do this. Be asleep,
1: Bye. Um, so I mean. Appreciate some of this will be no good to our American listeners who can't get National League stuff. Uh, but I'm going to start off on Wednesday night in League Two.
0: Oh, two one to Leicester. Get, hey. better. get in the queue. Uh, have no idea. I'm watching the little, watching the arrows, Bars. The arrows just got in that goal again. Go on, uh, go yeah. on, you do your thing outside. Serial can tell me. Come on, Serial uh, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy, he's having a party.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm starting off with Bradford. They beat Crew League Two, Wednesday night. Uh, there's a few games this week, just odd games in some of the lower leagues, where players are playing their catch-up games, games that were cancelled. And we, we talked earlier about a lot of teams being on the beach now. Um, I'm really, really wary in these lower leagues of games where there's nothing riding on them. And funny enough, I, I didn't mention it, in Discord the other day, someone had asked me again for my League One picks because uh, League One bars. <laughs> well, League fire One bars. Um, and I said... <laughs> Just avoid games where there's nothing going on. There was one I followed Barnsley for weeks, and now they're sort of locked into third place or fourth place. Barnsley not going anywhere, and I didn't want to touch it this week. We're 4 1 down, game finished 4 4. And it's like you yeah. said, sometimes those games can just go stupid, so it's hard to predict. There might be opportunities for goals in a lot of these games. Um, but this game on Wednesday is uh, a game that Bradford need to win. Uh, they are right on the cusp of the playoffs. Uh, with teams breathing down the neck. Bradford win this one, and they're pretty much into the, the playoffs. So uh, Bradford to beat Crew away from home at odds of around 8 to 11. Um, I've also gone with the National League playoffs, which start this week. So we talked National League a little bit with Notts County and Wrexham. Just no analysis required. I'm taking Wogan v Bromley, both teams to score. And Barnett v Boreham Wood, uh, Barnett to win 17 to 10. Barnett just have a much better record against the top teams in this league uh, than Boreham Wood do. Little bit of value, 17 to 10. Uh, and there's a French game as well, again no analysis, but I'm taking Lens to beat to lose. Lens in third place, still chasing down second place, which would get them automatically into the Champions League. They've won five of the last six games. The only game they lost was PSG. So give me Lens on the money line at eight to 11. Is it Lens or Lawns? I
0: was going to say I would go lawns Baz, but then again I am a, you know, I'm a fluent French speaker. Baz, I am. Um, yeah, I so we'll, we'll
1: check out lawns at eight to eleven, or lawns to score two or more, also at eight to eleven. So there you go, four little bonus picks. Let's see how we do. But uh, small stakes, have a little sprinkle, make it a party or
0: something. Hey, watch me just laugh when I wasn't listening to any of that. Is that uh, we've the we're obviously about two minutes ahead of it. Uh, it must take two minutes for the pictures to get across the ocean to America um, because we keep spoiling this for CVL. <laughs> you did it with a Calvert-Lewin penalty and I laughed. And then when I shouted, that goal had just gone in. He's about two minutes behind. So he's sweating his bets out and we just keep spoiling it for him. But he's happy because they've cashed so it. Um, so he can pay. he's going to pay his fines for April for being late and um, any baseball chat that went on. $12, <laughs> I was I was between Barnes and Madison
1: for my shot on top ah. Madison's just had one. Um, Vardy's obviously had one, so I'm hoping Barnes gets his. Uh, but we're going all right. Plenty of time. Um, and Leicester beat Everton. Is always good. Six corners, not far off. Not far off.
0: Nice. Uh, right. Well done, Baz. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That is that for this week's show. Um, I don't know what should we do on Thursday night, Baz. We can uh, record at the normal time. Have a live watch along a Brighton v Everton. Maybe do this again. You said you've, um, got spoiled, some, um, that. you've got some horsey podcast to do Thursday night. What time is that? Oh, I don't know. That's uh, on the mall Shit, yeah, we've got to factor that in with MLB. This is another um, conversation for off-air, really, isn't it, not Um I'll tell you what, just keep your eyes peeled the usual places. Uh, we will be out on Thursday night is the plan. You'll see us when you see us because we've got a full slate um, at the weekend, and we can look back over what happened midweek. Um, thanks, everyone. Reminder,
1: Malcolm, we're getting plenty yes. of people watching the YouTube, only about 10% of them pressing the little thumbs up. Bastards do all the bad. subscribe. The subscriber numbers are going up, uh, the viewers are going up, but there's thumbs up. You need to do that. And um, we have had a few more reviews on Spotify. Uh, we need more on Apple as well. So if you are listening on any of those apps, devices, whatever, uh, make sure you're reviewing it because on. I think last week Malcolm was our best show of download numbers. The last Thursday show, I think it was, not this one we've just done, because we put that out really late, which didn't help. Um I noticed we had Billy on Twitter saying where's where's the podcast? It hasn't gone out. Uh but we were a bit late when we were recording on the Friday this week. So uh yeah. Keep keep putting your reviews in. Uh keep telling people. Keep coming back and listening.
0: Champion. Uh yeah, well done, Baz. Um I'm going to go and watch the second half of this game and then we'll be back in one hour with the MLB show. Uh, So if you're into that, come back and join us. I'll try not to spoil anything for you. Um, Thanks, everyone. We do appreciate it. Good luck with all your bets. Enjoy the footy this week. Uh, Back on Thursday. Until then, we'll see you down the road, cheers.